You're now listening to Vibes, Moods, and Moves, a new podcast where we never stop asking the real questions and we never stop having the real conversations. Hello and welcome to this episode of Vibes, Moods, and Moves with me, your host, Janae Jordan. We are well into October and I am well aware it has been a month since I've gotten an episode uploaded to you guys. Uh, Yeah, I'm out here doing the same thing you are. I do not exist in a vacuum and it has been crazy. But, you know, the true testament to uh, the spurt is not if you just kind of get lost in this stuff, but how you rise above it. And so this might be late, but it's here. And I thank you for tuning in and pressing play on this episode whenever you press play and on whatever service you've chosen to press play, whether it is iTunes from Apple, Spotify, and now Amazon. You can listen to Vibes, Moods, and Moves via Amazon Music as well. And as far as all three of those are concerned, please do. If you're into it, subscribe. And lastly, as always, you can always catch Vibes, Moods, and Moves and me right here on the host site, the main site, my site, www.JanaeJordan.com. All right, so, you know, first off, I hope that this episode finds you and yours faring well that you are healthy, that you are in your right mind, that you're keeping it together this autumn, and um, that you're about that life when it comes to getting those votes out. We are officially full swing in election season here in the States, in America, and it is, it's something, it's a sight to behold. It's an energy, right? It's a whole vibe right now. And I'm just immensely proud of every single solitary soul that is making their plan, they're prepared, they're going to the polls, they're not letting anything block them from doing this. And for those of us who have the mail-ins, you know, we're not with the okey-doke, we are filling these suckers out and <laughs> taking them where they need to be to legit be accounted for. This is, this is serious, and I'm just, you know... I'm in a constant state of prayer and happy wishes out, you know, casting them out to just everybody, every place to just please stay safe and um, keep you cool and stay on task because Lord knows there's a lot of stuff going on right now that is out of order and also pretty much set up to distract people from doing what they need to do. Like, don't get it twisted. There's a lot of this extra hyperbolic shenanigans are just, you know, it's it's ridiculousness. Don't fall for the okey-doke. I've been saying that all along. Those of you who've been riding with the show from the very beginning, no, that's my thing. You know, don't don't fall for the okey-doke. So let's not mess up now. But um yeah, I'm loving I'm loving when I do, you know, catch the stories on the news. I'm just loving seeing people, the people, we the people speaking truth to power with our votes. Come hell or high water. We're gonna get this done. And, uh, yeah, so be prepared if you're going to the polls, make those plans, pack those bag lunches, those snacks, dress comfortably, have your medications on you, of course, your ID, carry a portable seat if you can, have your phone charged up, take a buddy, do whatever you got to do. And, of course, 
Do not forego your COVID-19 preparedness. We're currently experiencing a nasty uptick. I'm down here in Florida. It is not cute, but you know, me and mine and a lot of other people that I know are serious about, you know, protecting ourselves and in protecting ourselves, protecting others in our community. And we have been since the very beginning and we don't intend to stop, but uh, yeah, it's serious. And um, I just, you know, this is why I just couldn't open this episode without acknowledging that and just saying again, just everybody, please stay safe and doing all that it is that you do, being all of the wonderful goodness, awesomeness that you are. Just always keep in mind to make your moves and be safe. And uh, yeah. So what I've decided to do is, first off, it's Halloween season. I am one of those people who I love to pull up every horror flick that I've ever watched and rewatch them during Halloween season. And when I look at what alls we're dealing with right now, there's this weird feeling of, do I really need to do that this year? Because isn't a lot of what's going on kind of horrific? Like, I'm not even being funny. It's like, do I want to go into that headspace? And so I sat with myself and I said, self, she said, yeah, girl. It's like, do we really want to get into like watching weird horror movies? And I was like, yeah, of course. Well, maybe not just horror, maybe just want to escape the news for a while and compile some really interesting things that both are relevant to what's going on, like I said, and entertaining, and mix in some other stuff like horror and thrillers and whatever, just to balance it out because all news all the time is not a good headspace to be in. Being in that zone and overwhelmed and freaked out is not going to change anything. If anything, it incites anxiety. And I don't want to feed that right this minute. So I'm going to talk about a couple of documentaries, some series, and just, you know, how they're giving me a lift right now and also keeping me creatively inspired. Because I think that time getting out of your own head for creatives helps you to just kind of like free yourself up of all the excess negative crazy stuff and and create and so that's another reason why I think every now and then you have to tune out from all the other stuff that's why you know escapist entertainment exists these things exist so that we can take little brain vacations from all of the heaviness and so I hope that this 30 minute sit down uh, gives you some stuff to possibly go check out and get into along with me and maybe even after you know let's get some chat going I don't know I think that could be a good idea get some uh, you know some some engagement going here but either way I hope that you guys um, have your tasty beverage and a snack and a comfy seat and you're ready to have a chill kind of you know just chat you know just a chat with me here on Vibes, Moods, and Loops. Okay, so I would love to call this me doing research and sound like I did all this with purpose, but the fact of the matter is, uh, no, I basically have, you know, decided to take some more time to just, again, dial out all of the chaos. And of course, while I do it, I have my coffee. I'm sipping French vanilla and a hazelnut blend in my new Disco Go cup, which I love. It's cute. And um, it's like a Disco color-y, 
you know, shiny, iridescent, sippy go cup that I got for 50 cent while I was careening through Walmart like Tank Girl the other day. To avoid people, social distancing is the truth. And uh, I saw it on my way to the cash register. They had a display. They were like 50 cents. I grabbed a couple. But this one I love. It reminds me of old school Lisa Frank stickers. And I think the kids call this design, this color scheme, unicorn. But I'm calling it my Disco Go Sippy Cup. So you know the deal. I have to, uh, mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> and then all was right in her world caffeinated. Okay, so yeah, y'all don't want me doing this, and I'm not caffeinated. Like, come on. So, what had happened was, I, as I was saying, decided to set aside time, you know, in between keeping up with all of the news and stuff, to just really tune out. Give myself a break. And one of the things that I chose to do was also to go on what a friend of mine and I, uh, Ed, I've decided to call a social media detox. So I've been on a detox for like three weeks from Facebook. And I'm going to tell you, I'm getting those feels that I got when I deleted my first one back in 2013. And back then I had like a thousand friends and I was weirded out by a lot of stuff that I was learning at that point about the platform. Uh, and so I just hit my wall with it and I deleted it. And I lived my life for five and a half years without it and then only created a new account because people I was working with and friends were like, oh, you have to have social media presence. Mind you, I've been paying to have a full-on website with all kinds of bells and whistles for over a decade. And so I am, you know, available. I have not ever been not available, but still this damn social media thing. So I did try it and I thought I would do it on my own terms. Keep the number low, not approve everybody, not go out there just collecting people, not put a lot of personal, personal stuff up. You know, all the things that all the other like, you know, um, nerds and geeks that know what alls is going on behind the scenes kind of would suggest. And even now it's like two years later and I'm really salty. I don't like it. Like I try to like it and I use mine, you know, there's a weird cross section of people that are either strictly personal friends or people that I personally know through business and have developed personal relationship with and people that are like maybe two degrees of separation. So I've kept the number like below 300 at this point, but it still feels it's not them it's the platform and then you know then it's some of the other stuff that you kind of get exposed to when you travel to other people's pages to support them or to check on them and you see just way too much weird shit but beyond that I really think that you know it's the techie in the back of my head that's been screaming for probably the last eight nine months you know when are we deleting this thing so my answer to that little one is I'm just going to do this detox for right now and see how I feel. And I don't really miss it. Um, but there are a lot of reasons why I don't. And the timing on Netflix as the social dilemma hitting the platform uh, was perfect. The night that I watched it, I think it was the same day that they loaded it. And literally within 10 minutes of sitting and watching it, I pulled up the trailer on my phone and, and texted everybody that I know and love the link. And 
because I felt that it was that important for people to watch. Now, anybody who hasn't heard of the Netflix documentary, hybrid documentary, The Social Dilemma, goes a little something like this. Pretty much some of the architects that created a lot of the social media that we all are engaging with, but if you're not using it, you're aware of, and believe it or not, you are even still impacted because you exist and coexist with other people who do use it. Just keep that in mind. Um, the people who created a lot of what goes on on the back that has to do with, ah, I finally get to say it again, the owls. For those of you who've been listening all along, you know I throw these offhanded references to the owls, aka algorithm. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I, I refer to the owls in a more general sense, basically all of the bells, whistles, programming, script, uh, artificial intelligence, all of the, the stuffs that goes on on the back end, behind your interface. And for me, I've been talking about the owls for many, many moons um, because I've been fully aware of them because I have worked in tech. So it's interesting, though, to watch this documentary because at one point you get introduced to the owls. They actually got uh, Vincent Carthizer, the actor Vincent Carthizer. A lot of you may recognize him from Mad Men. He played the young dude who, like, I think married one of the boss's daughters or something. Well, he pretty much plays three pieces of artificial intelligence, a.k.a. the owls. I feel so vindicated because um, I know there are people like, oh, my God, you're just paranoid. And it's like, no, I know too much. <laughs> so you get to actually see the owls and how they work. And I love that that's the way they decided to demonstrate, you know, this component of social media. You know, I'm one of those people who for years have been telling people, you're hooked on this vanilla looking, you know, thing, not because it's pretty, like when we had MySpace, it was pretty, it was all those other things, you got to show your personality. It's not because of that, it's not because it's the coolest thing to ever be invented, it's because initially you got sucked in with programming that was very similar to that of slot machines and incentivized. And when you say this to people who don't realize that you're not just saying it because you're in your feels about how you feel about it, but that you're telling them stuff that's based off of actual information and you still kind of get pushback. And it's, you know, and for most of us, you know, those, that friend, I'm that friend that are trying to tell you these things. It's from a place of love and absolute concern. Um, you know, when we can't, where we fail, I say this documentary picks up the slack and, you know, it would behoove you to want to check it out due to the fact that it's actually the creators, essentially, or, you know, people who represent, you know, a collective of people who have created and contributed to this phenomenon, so to speak, over the, you know, however long this stuff has been around. But the point is, they're the ones who are telling you that those owls are doing a lot more than just placing ads. Those owls are doing a lot of things, and that's because they program them to. They're ringing the alarm in a way that a lot of folks who come came running out of Silicon Valley back years ago and went to the media to try to tell the truth, people didn't listen. And look where we are now. Look at the impact of this thing. All the way, I mean, this thing has impacted all kinds of movements, and not all of them are good. A lot of them have actually undermined so much of what makes our society uh, ever-changing and evolving one to where a lot of people have kind of devolved because of following 
the out, you know, following what the social media says, taking everything as truth and gospel, and not understanding that it is not. That you don't understand why, or you don't understand why you're on this constant cycle and you're getting these dings all day, all night. It's the strangest thing, and I could have a whole conversation about it. And I probably will get together with some of my friends who are on all different sides of the discussion but all do kind of agree on one point, and it's that if you're not going to delete yours, you need to absolutely, you know, make a more informed decision about how you use it because it's about a lot more than for those on the surface who think it's just about keeping in touch with friends and family, and even that isn't quite what it used to be. Like, y'all need to watch this and get a good understanding. Again, like I said, when the creators, the architects of the tech are coming out ringing bells and alarms and screaming... You know, uh, people, we have a problem and it needs to be addressed. And we're here to tell you how we think it needs to be addressed so we can save our collective sanity. You want to listen. So I'm throwing the social dilemma out there into the mix. It's deep. And um, yeah, so I'm going to, what I'm going to be doing is working on getting a discussion, a bigger chat, a chatapalooza, if you will, uh, together so we can really get into it. But in the meantime, I just think with everything we are contending with and sharing information, people having political, you know, exchanging in political discourse online and on their social media platforms, like y'all need to be hip to what's really going on. (laughs) What's real? Like what's really, really, what's really good. You need to uh, get informed and make informed decisions one way or the other. So yes, Netflix is the social dilemma. Definitely one of the things that I've been watched, I watched and it kind of kicked off this not quite as Halloween-y, but borderline scary and interesting and entertainment and educational, uh, you know, viewing thingy, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, so that was that. And then, of course, after I watched that, I went back and I had to, I had to, which is why I'm mentioning it, I had to go back and rewatch Black Mirror's Season 3, Episode 1, Nosedive. Anybody who's ever seen this episode... I relate to the lady in the truck. And I wonder who you relate to. There's so many discussions that are happening on this show, episode to episode, and each unique. And Nosedive, for me, though, is the one that it looks fluffy and so blush. Everything about it is just blush and pink and soft looking and whatever, until it's not. And... That's just it, you know, the virtual, you know, communication, you know, the whole social media thing, it can, it can look very pretty and very, you know, fluffy and everybody's pretty and everybody's happy and whatever. And that's not real. But imagine, you know, a world where we're so far gone in it that we're literally walking around and every single interaction with your fellow human beings is transactional. And the transactional nature of it is to get a um, is to get a, a, a good a, is to get four stars or five stars, so that you maintain your ranking in society. That's sick. And the, the scary thing is, you'd like to laugh it off and say, "Oh my God, that would never happen," but it is happening right now, you know. And yeah, the transactional thing for me is the part that really gets me. Like, literally, the premise here is. If you don't have a high enough ranking, you are not of a certain class in society. Everything is impacted. The kind of job you have, if you can keep your job, where you get to live, who you're, you know, it, 
how you travel, it's so bizarre and twisted. And again, it's absolutely set right there for you to watch to get you to think. Because here's the thing, so much of the stuff that's been going on and so much of the stuff that's been you know, normalized as far as how we consume information, where we consume information, this new thing has become so embedded that in a lot of ways people have lost the ability to step back and really look at things for what they are because they've gotten so comfortable with looking at everything through that blush, perfect, pretty, hyper-filtered lens and aren't realizing that, you know, we're fast on our way to living like in nosedive. And side note, there are actually places in this world where applications similar to whatever that thing is that they use in nosedive exist. So don't sit there and think we're not headed for that because if we don't get this whole mentality in check, you too will only be engaging in transactional relationships where other people will be deciding if you are worthy for a good life or not based off of your ranking. I see it every day right now with regular social media. It's, again, will be added as a discussion point <laughs> when I get the Chattapalooza going. So check out Nosedive. Check out Black Mirror in general. It's really, really interesting. I, I promise you will not be disappointed. Um, it's really, really, really good. <laughs> anyway, really quick, I want to try and hit um, uh, your million. National Geographic, Nat Geo, 2017, narrated by Lawrence Fishburne. Morpheus. And um, yeah, really good. It's another hybrid. It's a six-part docuseries. So it's got a lot of it is is shot and filmed just really beautifully. And uh, the execution on, like, seriously, all the futuristic stuff with the family that we get introduced to at the top of the series um, in Crisis it, you know, it, the way they weave that story all the way through to the very end, and they help us better understand a lot of the applications of, you know, things that might we might even have right now and where they develop to in the future. Oh my God. Okay. I can't say enough about it. And I don't have a lot of time, but I'll probably have to pick this up again. But real talk. If you're into seeing humanity forward with technology, not being afraid of it. I don't, I am so against people being afraid of technology. The reality is these are tools and we're humans. We're supposed to use our tools, not surrender to them. And this is what I love about Your Million is that it takes a nice deep dive and it gives you enough space to process not just things that we have now, some of them we know about, some of them we don't, that are just things that were merely concepts. You know, like I always think about how some of this stuff goes all the way back to the 1965 World's Fair, right over there in Flushing Meadow Park in my old neck of the woods, and hearing both my mom and her family and my dad and his family tell stories about seeing all those things that are now at Disney, at Epcot, in Tomorrowland, and the fact that I saw some of this stuff at nine years old, like the TV or video phones, and thought, wow, this is cool. And yet here I sit today, and for both myself my mom and dad, my grandmother before she passed, knew about them. We actually saw these things come to fruition. It's all about seeing ourselves forward. Technology is, is a, it's, it's the frontier. It's that wild, brave frontier, new frontier that we daydream about as creatives, as fans of things like sci-fi and, and, and all those other things. 
that's why I think a lot of it, why we're drawn to those things, because they take us not just outside of reality, but they also take us forward. And I can't begin to tell you just how awesome I think your million is. And so just like I feel like you need to kind of, you know, watch the stuff that checks you on your reality right now. Conversely, I also think that you need to also take that beat and step out into the future. Step out into that daydream space. Step out into that space where you remember that when we create, when we think forward and we innovate, we move us, we move humanity forward. And that is a beautiful thing. Like I said, the tools are here for us to use them and for them to assist us and aid us in being all of our awesomeness, all that we are. We're not supposed to surrender to them. And that's the thing that I love about your million is they get into, you know, both some of the ethical and moral discussions about, you know, integrating things into our lives um, moving forward. But not just in the future context with the family that we get introduced to, but also about where we are right now. There are so many things that exist today that were merely concepts yesterday, and they are impacting our everyday lives. And the conversations from, again, more creators of things like this, as well as uh, great minds in science and, and uh, sociology and psychology and um, art and music and, and all these other areas of what makes us human, all the things, the variables that are in play with what makes us us, and then line it up with the technology that we imagine and then create and then use and how we're going to continue to do this. Because I'm sorry, I refuse to give into the idea that humanity is going to just explode and we're going to destroy ourselves. I believe I'm about this life where we think and see ourselves forward. So that's why I feel like Your Million is such a must watch. There's great commentary in the mix between, you know, like I said, the family we get to watch and then you know, all of the different people who come through and their expertise and they share with us. There's again, like I said, there is commentary from people that are notable in pop culture, like Baratunde Thun uh, Thurston, um, Chuck Nice. Uh, oh goodness. David Byrne from Talking Heads. So much more than just an amazing musician, but he's also a highly intelligent man. And he's been doing these, these experiments. They're kind of like, um, performance art and have to do with uh, perception and sensory perception and how your brain processes stuff with virtual goggles on and putting yourself in a different vantage point and oh god it's just mind-blowing and then we also see Bina um, the uh, wildly advanced AI if you can even call her that at this point basically you know the discussion is is can you transfer your consciousness to you know another vessel or you know a server or whatever which is really wild because as I said there's even a discussion about that in Black Mirror yo bottom line is if you're into the idea of what we're going to become and what kind of tech we're going to create and also are interested in finding out more about what we have right now that gives you it's the it's the stuff of daydreams and and just wild creativity then you're going to want to check out your million it's a must watch i you know like i said six parts but it's worth the sit down it really really is okay and um i wanted to have my and so i'm back from out of space 
Hippolyta moment with y'all, but that's not happening. For anybody who doesn't understand what I'm referencing, I'm referencing uh, the HBO series Lovecraft Country. It's got me, and I want to talk about it, but I, I don't have time to talk about it today. Um, I'll just put it out there. Episode 7, I am everything it is, absolutely, and yeah, and also, um, if you get to check out the show or you find the show's too much for you, why don't you, you know, why don't you go listen to the podcast, the accompanying podcast, it's called Lovecraft Country Radio, it's hosted by uh, Shannon Houston and Ashley C. Ford, it's really good to listen to, I enjoy it thoroughly. Anyway, I would like to get into that more, but being that it's halloween season, I might just do another show and get it up in like another week or so. What do you guys think? I think I think I'm gonna do it, even if you guys aren't sure if you want me to do it. I think I am. Um, and keep that one a little bit more, you know, fun. I don't know. I'm feeling like I need to go into my like fun space now that I've gotten all brainy and whatever. And you know, it is what it is. I am who I am. I am. Yes, yes. Team Hippolyta forever. Anyway, so yeah, that that's basically what this episode has been. And I I truly and sincerely thank every single one of you who's ever pressed play on an episode, however you press play. Uh, you know, I truly do. I appreciate your feedback and letting me know that I'm not doing this show into a, a vacuum. You have no idea what it means to me. This is still in development and things are changing and the world is changing. So I thank you for your patience. I truly do. And I thank you for every single subscribe everywhere on any platform whatever it is you've chosen to reach out so whether you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or Amazon if you're checking in over on the YouTube if you're checking in over on the IG currently the only uh, social media I have any patience for I thank you and with all of that said let's please all try to stay safe and this is what I'm praying and wishing for you and yours let's all stay safe and and healthy and sane and, and, and looking out for each other, those of faith, please let's continue to pray for ourselves, our families, and others. Every bit counts. We're going to get through this. We're going to continue to get those votes out. We're going to continue not to fall for the okie doke. We're going to get this done, I believe. I believe. And so that's what I'm hoping for you and yours, that y'all keep it together and you stay safe and whole mind, body, and soul. Stay strong. Okay? So until next time, Please take care of yourselves, be good to yourselves, so that you can continue to reach into other people's worlds and be good to them, because good God knows these days we really, truly need to be being good to each other. All right, I love you, God bless you, much love and light always. Till next time, 